<laughs> episode two of Don. <laughs> Hide the fucking kids. <laughs> Let's fucking go. <laughs> Welcome back to episode two of Don Talk. What's going on, man? Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. <laughs> As usual, my name's Permanent Don. <laughs> man. I go by Row Your Boat. Oh, man. Call me I, Row for short. I don't know what the fuck happened this episode. <laughs> but we're gonna get through it. Hey. Oh, hey. shit. Oh, shit. Um... Yo, shout out to everybody that sent me feedback from the first episode and showed mad love. Um, it was weird because like we like you know put the podcast out there and like said that we were doing it, but like I didn't think like many people would like actually go listen to it. Like even though it was like eighteen minutes long, like, eighteen minutes is still a long ass time. Like, um, after the first episode, I came to a realization <laughs> that I don't know how to accept compliments. I feel like people were reaching out and saying some positive shit, and my response was just like, <laughs> "He was like, thanks." I felt good about it though. I just couldn't. I don't know. It was shit. Yeah, because we were texting each other and was like, "Yo, like, how do you like, how do you feel about all this?" Like, right. I, I felt like we were just trying to like get answers from each other, <laughs> but it was like we like kind of knew it was like it was a good episode. Like I said, a lot of people gave us feedback of like, you know, how we should do shit. But it wasn't a lot of negative things from the first episode. And the first episode was kind of like, we just did it and like the conversation came. But like a lot of people like was quoting you a lot. Like what you were saying about, he was like, uh, you by yourself. Like you ain't got your uncle in yet. It made me feel like I got to come over with some admirable shit to say. Like, I got motherfucking. Yo, niggas was eating that shit up. They was like, yeah, Rome was talking that hot <laughs> shit or some like... OG shit. I was like, all right, niggas. Like, don't pipe his head because he'll just be saying anything on the podcast. Well, well, hey, listen, it's all from the heart. And it's 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 facts. No cap my yeah. rap. It was definitely facts, but no cap. Yeah, man. I mean, I feel like because a lot of people were like, What's the second episode gonna be about? What are the topics gonna be about? And it's just kind of like it's like whatever the fuck we want to talk about that day. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, what? I think it's like how? What? How do you even come up with that? Like, we're yeah. not we're not a, a a scary novel podcast. Like, we don't tell scary stories. You know what I mean? We're not a sports podcast. <laughs> it's like how did the freelancers <clears throat> like us come up with a planned schedule to you know what I mean? Certain topics to talk about or want to go over yeah and i feel like it's like like we can't just like dedicate ourselves to one thing because like as males like we can easily talk about sports 24 7 but like i agree i feel like so many people like fucked with the first episode to where it's like we're gonna have to like <laughs> like we set the bar so fucking high the first episode can't reach that shit. <laughs> you know, it's like we didn't even try to fuck <laughs> I don't know. We <laughs> nah, it was real good, yeah. and I think it's good we set the bar pretty high for ourselves. Is um, 
it's going to make us work harder. You know what I mean? You don't, we definitely don't want to let nobody down. Anybody takes the time out to listen to us, just rant, you know what I mean? And just speak about certain things. We appreciate that from the bottom of our hearts. And we'll try to keep bringing you that same entertainment and joy throughout this podcast. Like, there's no switching up on anybody. <clears throat> and yeah, so like... <laughs> People that were like asking what the topics are gonna be about, <clears throat> I'm pretty sure each week, like there might be like a main topic or like main discussion point that like we mm -hmm. want to talk about that like probably happen. So like if the versus battles happen, like I know like those are coming up, and like Keisha Cole and uh, Ashanti was supposed to do it, but they didn't do it because they had COVID. Yeah, so it's like you know COVID. what I mean, huh? Was it Keisha Cole that had COVID? No, it was Ashanti that had COVID, and it was like yeah. like like the last hour or some shit, and it was like no, nah, we're calling it off, we're calling it off. You think it's real? Do I think it's real? Yeah, probably. Like, you know, who 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 do you think was gonna win that? I thought Keisha Cole was gonna win that. I agree. I was on the Keisha Cole yeah. point. Yeah, because I don't. I mean, like, I, of course, like we know Ashanti songs. But I mean, like, Rain. Keisha Cole got that. <laughs> Ashanti, you rain on me. Yeah, but no. I'm just saying that's it. That's that's all I got. I could. She really? would really surprise me with her verses. I'm sure there's many other songs, but like on the top of my head right now, I can only think of Rain. No, nah, yeah, she she has a couple. She has a couple. I just I don't know Keisha. I feel like, like I don't know. She was more dedicated to music. I don't know if that makes sense. Like she just she was Cole. more dedicated to music. Like I, I feel I mean, like my mom played, I mean, my mom played Keisha Cole all the time. Like you know your yeah, mom yeah. either played Keisha. Cole. Honestly, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say something about my mom and related to Keisha Cole, but I didn't want it to sound weird. But you broke the ice. I don't know. I feel like everybody's mom either played Mary J. Blige, Keisha Cole, um, Queen what are Latifah. some other ones? I always seen Queen Latifah growing up on my house. Really? Like, not music-wise, but like on television. Oh, yeah. I it always was, seen Queen what's, Latifah. What's the other, what's other lady's name? I feel kind of bad because I can't think of her name right now. Who, Jan Monique. Jackson? No, nah, no, nah, Monique, Monique. Lauren Hill. Why are you... <laughs> Speaking of Jan Jackson, she was violated and sexually assaulted. By who? What do you mean at the hat at that Super Bowl performance? Justin Timberlake? I thought I thought her Joan fell off. Like I no, thought it was a wardrobe. No, that shit was snatched. It was looked like somebody ripped a do-rag off of fucking Kai's head early morning. She got <laughs> violated. And Still. she was like banned from the fucking Super Bowl. Like she, why how you gonna how you gonna make a joke and then try to say like she's she was violated? She like, was <laughs> but she like made a joke, like, like I'm over here. I'm over here laughing and shit. <laughs> she was violated. Like it's, it's supposed to be a serious. Was it Justin Timberlake? I don't want to bash Justin Timberlake if it wasn't him. But I felt like it was and Jan Jackson was violated. Like she was banned from all Super Bowls. I mean, I don't know. I mean, there's always wardrobe malfunctions though. That's what I'm saying. Like she got to get banned for life from Super Bowls. Like no cheerleader on the Cowboys ever popped a tit. Like slipped a nip one time. Popped a tit. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, the Super Bowl's pretty fucking big. It's a lot of people watching. But like, yeah, they, they they can't they can't. I, I never knew that. I thought it was just. I didn't know she got banned. I'm not gonna cap. For I didn't life. know she got banned for life for that. She got banned for like she would never perform at a halftime show again. I mean, let's be honest. Like, who performs more than once if you're not like Beyonce or like Pitbull? That's false. What? I gotta look that up. Look this up. There's no way. Craig, look this shit up, Craig. <laughs> there's no, there's no way Pitbull performed more than once at the Super Bowl. Bro, I think Pitbull probably performs once every four years. 
Mr. 305, nigga. <laughs> Yo, Pitbull got a bald head. How many times did Pitbull... There's no way, bro. You're chatting right now. I'm not. Pitbull uh, performed the Super Bowl multiple times. <laughs> Niggas listen to this <laughs> like, nigga, Pitbull did not perform the <laughs> <laughs> Hey man, Pitbull definitely performed in the Super Bowl. I could be drunk. Yo, I do that. Look, 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 I look it up. I said, how many times did Pitbull perform at the Super Bowl? The okay. first Joel, the first article heading is Pitbull fans want to know why he was missing from the Jennifer Lopez performance. <laughs> I, I I had that confused with something else. It was not Pitbull. I retract my statement. I don't think Pitbull never performed at the Super Bowl. Bro, Pitbull is always performing. Like, Hold Good on, Morning America know. concerts and For shit. Sure. He's Man, be booked. I've never seen a Pitbull album cover. He's a life. friendly face. I don't even know what Pitbull albums' names would be. I, yeah, you can ask me. Like, if somebody had a gun in my head and said, name a Pitbull album. Right. I don't know. I'm dead. <laughs> Bang. <laughs> They're play Chief Keef one. Bang. <laughs> Say say a lyric. Like, I don't. Does, does Pitbull make dog references in his like? I don't even know a fucking like, song by Pitbull. Like DMX. I don't know. I'm just go back to what I was saying. I don't know any songs by Pitbull. If if, <clears throat> and this is like a multi million dollar successful. Artist who is on televised. <laughs> I mean, well, he reaches out to a different community, of course. Well, I think the thing with him is is the reason why he's so big is because um, stay at home moms. That's his suburban <laughs> stay at home moms. They like fucking pitbull, and the other motherfucker who's on Good Morning America. What what is that? The the football player. You know who I'm talking about with the uh, gap. Michael Strahan. <laughs> stay-at-home moms. Michael Strahan. They keep them two fucking on TV all the time. It well, don't make no I sense. Mean, why, why is Michael Strahan on Good Morning America? Man, he's a great guy. He's, he's a great, a great guy. guy. Yeah, everybody. You know, you got to have that black guy in media that you like. Look at Wayne Brady. Excuse me? Look at Wayne Brady. He's that one black guy that all whites love. Right. Name me a black guy white people love more than Wayne Brady. A black guy white people love more than Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady. Name me one. I would have to say Michael Jordan or It's tough. There's not many. Yeah, that's, a, that's a tough one. There's not many. That's a tough one. Wayne fucking Brady. <clears throat> yeah. You got that. But going back to the Super Bowl part, uh, just to talk about the NFL real quick. Um, did you see uh, the offensive lineman from the Raiders, his face mask? Yeah, it had the fist. Yo. Like engraved in the form. Yeah, that's crazy. Fire. I never knew you could do that with face mask. Me either. Like, at all. And then I was uh, <clears throat> I was talking, like, talking I about it. That should be, like, definitely... <clears throat> distributed more across players for sure i I felt like <clears throat> a couple more players on the raiders team if they don't already should have that like yeah, i'm still like, in that if i see that that's fine right. i feel like a lot of people across the league should just be getting a face mask replaced with something 
Yeah, I mean, because I like I said, I forget who I was talking to, but we were talking about like uh the social injustice shit, mm-hmm. how like the NBA like you know really handled it, but during the time where the NBA was doing all that stuff, that was like heat of the moment type shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like all this stuff happened, and then them going into the bubble, and then the stuff happened in Milwaukee when the bubble was going on. So and, and that's when they started the whole the uh, yeah. yeah, they started the whole coalition thing. And I I felt like you know the NBA did like a plus plus through like mm. the whole bubble like keeping COVID out, keeping the players there, them playing basketball, still being able to make money as a business, and then right. even giving their players you know the yeah, power free, to, yeah. yeah to do all that stuff compared to the NFL to where it's like you don't you like announcers really don't speak on mm. it as much. Um, like yeah, the NFL players like wear like on their back of their helmet. I think like there's like a couple things on the sidelines about it. Right. But it's like the NBA is like the epitome of like letting your players do what they want and like them having like their league like on lock. The NBA is pulling a lot of cards by doing that. Because <clears throat> it's it was easy before the NBA did it to just say like, what would that look like? Like, how do you do something like that? You know what I mean? But the fact that, like you said, they did that and they did it successfully for months, they set an example of how you can do things. And for other sports to not do it the same way, like I'm not saying copycat the way the NBA did it, but not try to incorporate it in a, you know what I mean, fucking gathering moment. Like you, like you could really incorporate in your sport specifically in a specific way that really pops, you know what I mean? But for a yeah. lot of people not to do that, I just feel like it's not because they don't know how to, it's more of a, a choice if they want to or not. Because the NBA already set the example, this is exactly how you do it. Yeah, and uh, and I feel like what we were saying and like joking around, like setting the bar high. I feel like the NBA has like really, really done that. And mm-hmm. I don't know if you can like make the excuse of like it being a pandemic, like, I don't know, like, because I feel like I feel like most of people would like try to make excuses about it, and like I feel like the NFL is more of a like a, it's more. I feel like it's more of a slave trade there, bro. It is. Like, I mean, I've, the, I've felt like that for a while now. Like, NFL. I'm just to say how it is. All the owners are white. Like, it just feels like like nobody cares about shit. Um, right. I feel like Roger Goodell, like that shit needs to change, bro. In the NFL. Mm. Like, cause like, if you think about it, bro, they're like the second biggest sports in the U.S. Probably, well, to me, besides like baseball, yeah. maybe, maybe baseball cracks that top two. It goes, it goes back to that audience <clears throat> that they reach out to. You know, football is deep root in the fucking ugliest parts of the country. <clears throat> it's different than basketball for sure. And yeah, I do I mean, think I, if I, I think if that. more people called it what it is it would definitely force somebody's hand to do something. You know what I mean? Because like you said, if I can breaks the internet every time a new black custodian member gets hired somewhere, like it's 2020. And, and I think the only thing that we saw like from the NFL, like social injustice type shit, and it wasn't even social injustice, it was when they had the all black referees. Like, like the fact that made history <laughs> in 2020 and they play football blows my fucking mind. Like that's the first time you guys had an all black crew? Since what? You've been playing football since how long? I mean, you never had all black refs on the field at the same time. And I, I mean, like I said, like I don't know if that because you know, 
uh, people just make shit happen just to make shit look good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So who knows if like that happened ac- accidentally or like they did it on purpose just right. for that game. You know what I mean? So it's it's kind of hard to tell. Um, like the NFL has a players association, just like the NBA. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I don't know who's ahead of it, but I f- I feel like I want to say Malcolm Jenkins is ahead of it. Okay, but I'm not 100 percent sure who it is. I think too. The NFL players, they don't have nobody off the field to stand beside them. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like NBA players like Chris Paul and all these people, when they go off the court and do things, they may have some people from the front office of the NBA representing them. You know what I mean? They may be standing right next to the commissioner, someone mm-hmm. who's looked at with the same kind of notoriety and respect that Chris Paul would have speaking to a different different kind of um crowd and i just feel like nba players want to take that conversation to the people behind the desk and upstairs in the suit and ties but there's no one from the franchise that really sticks with their players that i feel like as a collective the nfl don't stick with their players off the field and go vouch for them and advocate for their players yeah i mean i mean and even when you look at it bro like the like those two sports we're talking about like black athletes are like the epitome of the league. Like <laughs> across the board, like like Patrick Mahomes is probably gonna win MVP again this year if they don't give it to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. That's a black man, and he just signed for half half a half a billion. Billy, <laughs> half a billion. They put Billy on his contract. He got paid five hundred million dollars, bro, to be a quarterback in Kansas City. So it's like, it's just I don't know. I feel like it's not an excuse. Like I don't. Know. I just I just want to see it more. Yeah. I like just just do different shit. Like I feel like the NBA. Like like I said, it was the heat of the moment. So it was like kind of a thing. Like press. I mean, but even week about. one, when the uh, who was it? The Texans. And yeah, playing, the Texans and Chiefs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clearly got booed. Regardless if they were the fans of the away team, doesn't matter what it was. It's a sign of respect. If they was out there doing the same thing for who knows, policemen or dogs or something, maybe those people wouldn't have booed you. You can't just sit there and say it had to do with sports. It's a respect thing. And I I think that's like kind of my point because like you don't see it. Like I felt like after that week and like after like uh like like a couple of the Steeler players were like posted where uh Antoine Rose Jr. Which is a, a a black kid that got gunned down in Pittsburgh, I think. No, I mean don't quote me on that. I'm not like too sure, like if I know that, but I know his name is Antoine Rose Jr. And like they're supposed to wear it on the back of their helmets. Like they're supposed to have like different names, like Black Lives Matter. Um, it takes all of us. Like just like different series of quotes on the back of their helmets. Right. <clears throat> and um, like one still a player like wanted to change it to like a military guy that uh he was a black military guy that got gunned down or some mm-hmm. like something happened to him. And um, like there was like a whole up uproar about it, but like after like those like little like instances, like nothing like happened ever, right. like nothing and, like at all. And if it's something that they really stood by, that would happen over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If this is something I really stand by, and if you're willing to put up this fight with your players that are affected by these things off the field, <clears throat> it wouldn't disappear after week three. You know, yeah. I mean, this shit would still be apparent to this day. Yeah. It would be and a whole fucking riot. 
and I'm not taking anything away from the NFL players. Like I'm pretty sure like a lot of NFL NFL players advocate for shit and like mm-hmm. you know get back to the communities that they live in. Um, I'm saying more or less the NFL as a business yeah, needs to do more. As a, as a league, they need to do more. Right. Like doing a couple commercials, like uh, it's cool. I get it. Like yes, but <clears throat> like I said, I feel like a lot of people can say like, oh well, the NBA, you know, it was voting. It was da 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 da. It's kind of like you're supposed to carry the load. Now, if the NBA comes back, because LeBron, I think uh, I watched the, the a pod. I think it was uh Richard Jeff Jeff Richardson's uh podcast, and uh, he had uh he had LeBron on there, and they were talking about social injustice in the NBA and like how they're going to carry on with it when the season starts back up. Right. And it's kind of like if the NBA like outdoes the NFL. Mm. Like after their season's over, like because the the basketball season's gonna start, I think what at the end of December. Uh, I think before Christmas, like the twenty second. Yeah, so like, there's there's no they're way the NBA should going be too to. Far. Like, yeah, they're, I mean, they're going. Nah, to. They are. They will. And like, this is kind of like I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like, both sports will be played in February. So, we'll see how you know. What I mean, what could that bring to the table as well? They're not gonna say shit on the Super Bowl. Super Bowl, they probably won't say shit. Let's just be honest. Like, no, that's crazy. These, these next couple of weeks, like, they're not gonna say shit. Like, even like on the Monday night games, like, I'm expecting somebody. Like, the Steelers and Bills just played. It was a great game. Like, we yeah. lost, or whatever. But those are two great teams. You know, a lot of people are gonna watch. So, like, why not like throw a little social injustice shit in there, like propaganda? Do you, do you think it's because people are tired? Like, like, you, tired of, like tired of seeing it or like, like the NFL doesn't want backlash from it? Um, tired of seeing it. Like of course. The NFL is like, nah, we're not going to post this because we could be a, get, a getaway for people. You know what I mean? They don't have to see it. Shit. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, and, and I think that's, that's what I'm talking about, though. Like, you're a global business. You're going right. to make money <laughs> no matter what. Mm-hmm. No matter what, when the NBA did it, like I'm not watching NBA. Like, all right, don't fucking watch it. There's a lot of people around the time where uh, Colin Kaepernick nailed, and he didn't. He got all the attention for it. I'm not watching NFL, and even people after the fact where he got blackballed and didn't get brought back into the league. Oh, I'm not watching NFL. Mm -hmm. No matter what, these people are gonna make money. You can say what you want, like you can say like you're not gonna go places. Or you're not going to support this, but either way, they're going to make money. Yes, you not watching it might hurt them a little bit, and you can make the argument of uh, if there was the if a number of us stopped doing it, it would hurt them even more. You know what I mean? But that goes hand in hand because exactly what people are seeing what you're doing, you could also you could lose two hundred watchers but gain five hundred more just for mm-hmm. the simple fact. You know what I mean? You're showing love. You're trying to spread awareness and help make a difference on certain things. For sure. And they probably even like you probably have people just wanted to see the start of the NFL game because they wanted to see Colin Kaepernick nail, mm-hmm. see what he was doing and like what the fuck was Don't going on. Don't even care about football. Don't even care. Right. Like that, that whole like month or two months or whatever it is when Colin was doing that. Mm-hmm. You know how much press that probably gave the NFL, bro? Right. Like, like, let's just think about it on that standpoint. Like they're making so much money, bro. That's true, and it goes back too. We can cut, we can cut him because we still gonna have people watching. Yeah, I mean, and it got washed away real quick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not yeah, like I just, I, I just think 
Colin Kaepernick's teammates haven't apologized. I apologize on their behalf. Because there's no way he goes to his locker room, you know what I mean, and explains why he does this thing and the whole everything, this whole problem, all of it. There's no way he has this conversation with his teammates in the locker room and comes out there and is the only one on his knee. Well, I think it was two other people that did it. That's and how many people on the roster? But that, but that's what I'm saying. Now, right. do you think do you think he says something, or do you think I like do. okay? Because I I was thinking like he either said something or he just figured mm-hmm. like I think the first time people probably didn't even notice because you know they got their own pregame routines and stuff like that. Some people keep their eyes shut the whole time. They probably didn't even know what was going on. But after seeing the media pick up, there's no ignoring that because that covers all the way till next game. And I feel like me, I at least ask him what's going on. Like, why are you doing this? And just to hear him explaining it, I already understood where he's coming from. So there's no way people closer to him than viewers at home on TV didn't get what kind of message he was trying to pass. And I just feel like he was somewhat let go, like really let down. And I don't think it was a sign of people not agreeing with him. I was, I, I really feel like it was from a place of, of fear because he was doing something that that broke the normality of a pregame of a um that of a national anthem yeah, and you know what I mean just like I just think a lot of people were more scared than they were they probably a whole bunch of people probably agreed with him but to really take that action and I feel like it really instilled a lot of fear in people yeah which, and I, I feel like the reason why his name is brought up so much is because like it's kind of like he was like the first advocate to like really say it and like really yeah. do some shit about it. And um, the shit that pisses me off on the daily, um, <clears throat> so like he explained himself even back then. I'm sick of seeing my people dying. The, I mean, the right. usual cry for help that we always do as a minority that we've that we've been doing pretty much all of our fucking lives, pretty much. Yeah. Oh, oh, they said that. Like, I'm not disrespecting the military. I'm doing it for this cause and this cause only. Or I think he was sitting at first. I think I, I think he yeah, was which. Which exactly he was sitting at first, and that's why the dude, and that's why my man said something to him about, you know, what I mean, taking the whole knee, and which is really crazy. It would be so head scratching for me if I was Colin Kaepernick just to hear everybody talk about how disrespectful you are to our nation. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you got this formula for somebody who fought and served the same country, and it's like it's all about appearance, really. It's just not even knowing the. the any information behind it to just see who's doing it and 
where and when. And you know what I mean? It just became a whole bunch of trouble. And I feel like if he was backed up by a lot of people when it had happened, the consequences wouldn't have been what they were. I also yeah. feel like for him to explain his situation and get let go, the fact that it's 2020 now and still to this day, you only see a few people still taking that same stance as if things change and nothing has changed nothing. at all. You know what I mean? You would think like, damn, everybody should come out. They pre-games next season taking these. Why would anybody want to stand up? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's just that you got to do what you got to do to, I guess, feed your family and that that comes first. Yeah, that, that was pretty much just like the whole overall of like me seeing that guy's face mask and then like yeah. thinking like, wow, the NFL really isn't doing like a lot. It's crazy. It's baby steps for sure with them. Yeah, but I, I got an alert on my phone that uh, Giannis signed a Supermax for five years. To where? For, uh, not to Milwaukee. Ugh. Who the for, fuck uh, Milwaukee? <laughs> he signed a, let me see, five-year deal for $228.2 million. Uh, he'll be getting, oh, that's on top of the $27.5 million he's owed in this coming season. They're going to give him all the bread for what? For what? What is he? He's going to average 30 because he rebounds and goes coast to coast. I mean, hey. He hit he a three a, the other night. I seen he got, that. A little, he got a little burner on him. I seen a three hit the other night. Yeah, I seen you. So how do you, no, how do you think this, this NBA season is going to go? It's going to be fucking wild. There's a lot of healthy people in jerseys that we haven't seen in uniforms suited up. I also think um, Steph Curry is going to kill motherfuckers because y'all forgot. Y'all for y'all forgot. I was uh, I was talking to Devon because he's a Suns fan, and he was talking about the Suns, and I was like, "Wait, don't y'all got Kelly Oubre?" He was like, "Nah, Kelly Oubre plays for the Golden State Warriors." I was like, "Ooh, mm-hmm. <laughs> ooh, you want to talk about?" It's they not. Got, uh, I think they got James. I think they got Wiseman too. Yeah, number two pick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you lucky. You lucky, Clay. Down, hey Clay, hill up, man. Rest up, baby. We, we. I'm not even a Warriors fan, but I just want to see you thrive, my guy. Because there's a lot of people hating on you because they don't think you could put the ball on the ground because you don't dribble like Kyrie. <laughs> you was a bucket guy. Yo. Yeah, it was. It was definitely sad to see him go down. I definitely wanted to see the splash rolls back in action. Just seeing threes get dropped from everywhere. Yo, like, the way they just, play basketball hype. is crazy. It's just a, like for what niggas be down with five. <laughs> quick, <laughs> quick. What? Yeah. Yo, that's a crazy team to have to beat. Like, also with the Nets with KD and Kyrie, that's just ankle breaker on Hall of Fame across the lineup. So. Do you I mean, do you, do you feel like uh like does Kyrie still have your respect? Of course. Of course. Kyrie okay. got my respect. And I, he has my respect because I know Kyrie. I'm not fooled like the like Majority. I don't even know if he's full of majority. That's just a statement I'm saying. But yeah. I know preseason Kyrie, he always advocates for the team he's on. He's always going to come up with some sob story and why he deserves to be here and how he's going to make y'all better. I mean, his leader is LeBron. That was the guy before him. 
So that's what he knows what to do. So him and KD, that that could be some whole hoopla. But regardless of the fact, I know they're gonna kill together. And I, yeah. I, I do genuinely think they fuck with each other off the court, but I know Kyrie always plays the oh, can nothing go wrong situation. I'm home now. Like he always plays it. I'm tired of it. I the only reason why I asked you that question is because like he went from uh playing with LeBron. Right. Uh, dropping forty together, in <laughs> combined for eighty, and won a championship. Mm. Uh, during that little stint, said uh, he he feels like he's playing underneath Brian. He wants to lead his own team. Yep. He gets traded to the Celtics. Gets traded there with the, with a bunch of young guys that are mm. that are fucking great. By the way, <laughs> all of them, Terry, Jason. Jalen, Jalen, Marcus, Al Horford's there. Yeah, the bench is solid because you got Terry coming off of it. You do. You got a couple. You got a couple other people. Gordon Hayward's there. Mm-hmm. Then Kyrie's like, I can't lead. I can't do it. He gets traded. He goes to the Nets. Next thing you know, KD's getting signed to the Nets, and it's kind of like. Can you can you not lead or can you not handle the pressure? Which one is it? He like, do you need? He wants to be on a mob. <laughs> like, that's, is that that's what it my is? conclusion. He thought it was all fun and games because look, he hit he hit a he hit a crazy ass shot in the finals. You know what I mean? One of the craziest shots anybody probably might have ever seen in NBA Finals history. That's just wild. Kobe esque. Kobe esque. Yo. Wow, wow, what he did, and I feel <laughs> like he felt the respect wasn't given to him, and he's like, "Yo, I'm a bad motherfucker." You know what I mean? Yeah. I just hit this shit. I'm gonna go. I'm out. I'm out. I can do this myself, Brian. You tripping? You, you, you y'all tripping? I'm out. He leaves. But this, this he is realized the- that's when <laughs> shit hit the fan. This is this is he's leaving the best player of all time. <laughs> Let's just get that. Let's play yeah, right. no, no, no. We can say that. Yeah, he left the best player of all time. And he got his, his tail kicked in. He got fucked up out there. He got See, fucked and, up. And now the thing I don't understand is, is that you, you go to a team, you try to lead it with a bunch of young guys that are playing like vets. That's like the Celtics aren't trash. Like, let's be honest. The Celtics it's, are good. Bro, they're really, really good. Bro, but have, he was we, taking the ball out of everybody's hands, and that's true. But when you say you you want to be a leader, and then you go to that team, that's like perfect. That's right. perfect. What are you leading? Everybody on that team plays like they've been in the league for five plus years already. Mm-hmm. So now you can't lead, and then you go to the Nets, and now you're playing with arguably, arguably the second best player in the NBA. Now you're playing Whoa. with the second best player now. Crazy. And you know what? He's going to give the same spiel he did when he was in Cleveland, the same one he did when he was in Boston. As long as he stays healthy, shit going to be cool. But I really do think Kyrie has this this mindset where he could run himself out of a situation. And I think it's because he thinks he's a lot better than anyone else is capable of thinking he is. So Katie and Kyrie win a championship. Katie, uh, Kyrie's gonna be like, "Yeah, man. Um, 
I just feel like um, I'm not number one here. Uh, Here's what I'm saying. Kyrie <laughs> is going to get tired of helping KD thrive to be number one when he wants to be number one himself. Right now, it's all fun and game. It's all good because Bron, oh, you know what I mean? He's hanging around the exit. And this is like, yo, the league's up for grabs. We can get us one. You see what I'm saying? But then after Bron long gone, and it's like, Kyrie, you done helped KD get three of these jumps. You see what I'm saying? How how you can't be the bull. Like he, You know what I mean? You want to be the bull. If you're always going to help KD become the bull, you're just going to be boosting him. The same situation you was already in when you was in Cleveland. You was younger. For sure. And I feel like, depending on where Kyrie's head at, that might get to him. And that's why I feel like the Nets and um, KD Kyrie situation probably won't go longer than two, three seasons. Because if he does see where he's headed, it's like, bro, you really going to boost? Because KD got two already without you. No, KD, KD doesn't need anybody. That's what I'm saying. But Kyrie's career ain't going to be improving. That's what I'm like. You see what I'm saying? The respect I got for Kyrie is going to just be mutual because he's already with KD. No matter what they achieve, like, I can't say, like, Kyrie's number three in the league. You know what I mean? Like, how? He's with KD now. He was with Brian. He had his chance in Boston. Now, now... Not not to keep talking about Kyrie because obviously like we want to keep it going and like talk more about the NBA season. Yeah. But do you think? Not saying that he has to prove himself to anybody because it's fucking Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. But do you think he has a chip on his shoulder this season to be like, I'm I'm top three in my position because yes. you got you got Steph, you got uh, Dame, mm-hmm. you got Jamal Murray that's coming up. Jamal Murray, John um, Wall. John Wall. Coming back from the injury. You got Russ starting over in D.C. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, there's a lot of dudes Don, out Don, here. With Donovan, Donovan Mitchell, Luka. Donovan like, Mitchell. You just got De'Aaron Fox just signed the big the big coin out in Sacramento. I'm not saying he's like, you know what I mean, competing for nothing much compared to them dudes. But there's a lot of people out there with something to prove. And Kyrie, more than anybody, wants to prove it because he thinks, like I'm saying, He's one of the best players in the league right now. He can't, he, he, it's injuries more than anything. I don't think, I'm not worried about Kyrie's performance. I think he's going to outperform and get the ball in the basket. I think with me, is Kyrie performing at that level, but staying healthy. Yeah, for sure. I just, I just feel like him being injured and him not performing the way that he should. Cause I don't, I missed out on a lot of conversation. Yeah. I think uh, off memory, like off top, I don't think he did too. Too good in Boston, right? No, I, I I don't think he did too good, and I believe that's the reason why he left. He didn't like the situation that was going in, being just that go-to guy, and I think he got injured midway through the year. I'm not a Celtics yeah, fan, I just, so no, I just I just don't get how you don't like that situation, bro. You got a solid ass team, a good ass coach, like they need I, the ball. They need I understand. I understand that, but like. That's a good ass situation, Rome. I mean, he's he's got a. I'll, I'll say if, he has an even better. He has a better situation with the Nets for sure. He does. If Kyrie stayed anywhere for two more years, his situation would have been cool. The the Cavs, I can't predict that. But if he would have stayed in in Boston, like around this time now, the motherfuckers would be going to the finals. Yeah. On the East, <clears throat> who who yeah. would stop them before? And Katie probably even went to Brooklyn. 
if uh, anything, KD uh, probably would have tried to come to Boston. Yeah. You think that's, so? Now, that's that in my eyes, if KD came to Kyrie, I could see how he would earn more points in my book. But the fact of the matter is they, they met together. You know what I mean? We going we met in Brooklyn. And like, if you look at it, K, KD going to run the team. It's his team. I'm never going to let someone tell me that's Kyrie's team. He's, he's number two in the league. This nigga is easily the hardest nigga to guard in the league today. Yes. Besides LeBron. In the league to guard ever. If there's anybody that ever walked in the basketball gym and was hard to guard, it's Kevin Durant. Yeah, I mean. You know what? How you dribble like Kyrie and you decide to fucking Shaquille O'Neal? You seven foot. And you don't got the weight and strength. He's cold hearted. He don't got no emotions during the game. He don't, he don't got, got no emotions. Nothing, bro. He um, fans on his spam account. What you so think yeah, about Lamelo? Oh, bro. I, th- I yo. I thought he looked so good, bro. Yeah, until he shot that nut ass floater that hit the other side of the backboard. Yeah, but like it, none of that's just gonna happen. None of that's just gonna happen. Only for the simple fact that he was number two pick. Number two pick. Yeah. Mm, three. Anthony Edwards is Anthony Edwards, right? That's his name. He went first. Anthony right? Edwards, James. Yeah, he was three, I think. Three. Um, he was two or three. I don't know. I, I want to say he was three. But it, besides the point. Um. Well, it, it's still, like, on the point of it. Like, a lot of eyes are going to be on him. I feel like the top five yeah. picks are, like, they have a lot of eyes on them. Um, still in the draft, for sure, is Denver getting R.J. Hampton. How the fuck do they keep doing this? Yeah. Like, what? Denver? They just well, went I, to, the, to, the, to the Western Conf. I, I, still, I still think that, like, Melo is going to be bull, though. I, I think he'll be bull. He'll probably win Rookie of the Year. Um, I got Anthony. I got Anthony Edwards over him. Do you for rookie of the year? Yeah, I didn't see him play yet. He played. He played. He played. Um, yo, that just goes to Portland. show how Portland. That, that just goes to show how how good Lavar is. Your son's a number three pick, and he's been getting talked about all week. And he was he was oh, week, he was bro. pick number three, bro. I haven't seen Anthony Edwards on my TL at all. You've been watching that behind the back pass getting memorized all week. He was throwing a couple of good dimes, bro. Yeah, he looked he was good. Open. He looked real good. He, he shot a couple is threes. Comfortable, and it's because he stopped playing high school early. And he I like him in Charlotte. He went right. He went right to the pros, and I really, you could really see the comfort like in this man's face, like. Um. Uh. We were talking about uh, Lonzo compared to him, and um, we were saying just like the overall aspect of it, and I was saying like. He has a better situation than Lonzo. Like Lonzo yeah. went to a, a predominant like franchise where like they're known for winning. They're like you're wearing purple and gold. Like you're, you're the number epitome. two pick. Yeah, you're the epitome of basketball franchises right now. Like you're on it. You're right. in LA. Like lights are bright. And I feel like Lamelo doing what he did. Yeah, he went to the pros. He got a little bit bigger. He's heavier than Lonzo when Lonzo first mm-hmm. came in. He looks better than Lonzo. He's more prepared. For sure. They utilized, they didn't act like they didn't. They did not know what was going to happen. I feel like every facility, all that that could make Lonzo better, I mean, LaMelo better, they 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 took advantage of and they used, and you could see it, like, today. Like, this kid is a tough month. He can hoop. Yeah, and I think him being a Charlotte is very swaggy for him. 
Yeah. You think he going to give him some 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 juice? He going he going to change things up around there? I feel like people got to step up for them to be taken seriously. Like Malik Monk. It's the celebrities. Uh, nah, it's, they, it's celebrities for me. They gotta, There's they a gotta lot of celebrities up. from North Carolina that just need to pop out to the games. So what you want? You want the baby uh, front row, J. Cole oh, and shit? Yeah, J. I, I feel like I feel like they'll pop out like if niggas start hooping. It's not like a, it's not like a, I think they pop out Lamelo there. <laughs> no, for sure, it's not like Atlanta where fucking Gucci right. Man and, and Quavo sitting there. I get just that, but I'm just because Trey Young's dude, playing. You need that. You need Trey Young losing every night. He got the Migos there. I mean, I, come I feel on, like, like I, I feel. But who? But why are you going to the Charlotte Bob? Why, I said the Bobcat. Come on, look at bro. that. Look at keep that. I said stack. the Bobcats. Keep it the stack. <laughs> if you ask, if you just. All right, you get past the Trey Young perspective of the team. The Hornets are more exciting to watch than the Hawks. I'm gonna say though, like who's on the who was on the Hornets before the Mellow? Mikael Bridges. No, 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 no. Let me rephrase my question. Who was more a box office before Lamelo got there? Terry Rozier. Scary Terry. Why? Because he signed a big contract, like. The the last person that really to be there and make a name for herself was Kimba, and that's because yeah. Kimba played there since he got drafted there. Yeah, he did a bit. Yeah, so he I mean, I feel like if they start hooping and like I said, a lot of people got stuff up. They have pieces on that team they where they can they can be like the Orlando Magic, like be in that question, like be the mm-hmm. team that's like oh, they might they might fuck around go seven games type shit. They might be that team. Yeah, I definitely got them replacing the Pistons. I got them going to the playoffs. Hornets. Yeah, I, got the, I, I feel, I I got feel like that. I feel like one through six is locked. Who's who? Who's five and six? Five and six. I mean, well, you got to think. Uh, I'm not putting them in order. You got to right. think. It's it's Bucks, Heat, Toronto, Celtics, Sixers. That's five okay. right there. Am I forgetting anybody else? Bucks, Heat. Celtics, Toronto, Sixers. No, that's 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 a good five. And and I'm trying to think. I think I Orlando, swear to Orlando. Orlando always be popping around in the playoffs. They're usually like they're usually eight to like, seven range. Like, yeah, eight to seven. And then you got Detroit. They're eight to they're eight and nine. And I'm trying to think. Oh, you got Brooklyn. You didn't say Brooklyn. Brooklyn. That's six. six. Okay, yeah. So that that's why I said one through six is locked. Yeah, Brooklyn is six. I'm not saying I don't know who's going to be number one. I, of right. course, I'm a fan of the Sixers. I don't know where they're laying, but I, I feel like they'll. I got six is top five. I feel I feel like they'll be five or six. I don't know y'all 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 got a little drama queen with Embiid man. He he a heavy <laughs> Hollywood bull. Like uh... if he not feeling the situation. That's I one like thing. He, I that's feel like he one, means well, though. Strong personality to have, though, because he could really be the whole downfall of an entire franchise just for having a bad mood. I feel like I feel like he means it in a good way, though. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he wants to I, win. He wants the yeah. best. No, and I feel like I feel like that's like this thing that he stresses always. It's like I want to win. I want to win a champion, and I want to be a champion in Philly. Like I get it. Like I've heard it before. You obviously we've seen different people in many different sports say like they want to stay here, they want to build a family here. You know all that other shit. Kyrie Irving, Paul George. It sounds good. <laughs> it sounds fucking phenomenal, right? Right. Um, 
I think being a Sixer fan, like having Joel, like filling that role. Cause at, when I was a Sixers fan, and when I say when I was a Sixers fan was the last time where they played the Heat and LeBron was on the Heat and we had like Drew Holiday, Lou Williams. Like we was in the playoffs. That's the last time I was a Sixer fan. Mm-hmm. And then like 2017 is when I came back and was like, <laughs> yeah, let's fucking go, Sixers. Like, rap. okay. You, you couldn't have asked me who was on the fucking team between that point and then to when Joel and them get, got there. I don't fucking know. I can't name one dude. Tony Roten, maybe. KJ McDaniels. That's if. He used to punch shit. But, like, those are only, like, people that I know. And I feel like having Joel there is kind of like, yeah, having that superstar mentality. Because a nigga can do it. <laughs> Trust and believe. He can go out there and average 20 and 12 immediately. It's immediately. It's mental with him, man. It's mental with him. And, uh, yeah, and a lot of people say, like, oh, he's... He's uh he's struggling like uh with weight and all this other shit. I just feel like it's just kind of like somebody has to tell him like get on his ass. Like that's why I feel like Doc Rivers, Daryl Morey. Situation with Joel Embiid's weight is definitely like a gateway for people just to harp on and come at him. You know what I mean? Like they just need that one thing in the superstar so they can constantly fucking put them down. I just feel like Joel Embiid's weight was out of control, but since then, he has helped with that problem, and I don't think it's, like, still affecting the team as much as it used to. And he, and he plays in Philly. Right. F- Philly fans Philly fans hate their fucking star players. They're gonna tell him, like, yo, fucking fat. I'm telling how- you for a fact, <laughs> Philly fans hate their star players. They hate them. They hate him. Every it, it doesn't matter how good they play. As soon as they do something wrong, y'all it's, always it's want over. the next Kobe. That's what y'all want. That's what y'all want. Y'all I, just want somebody. Even... Y'all, y'all just want somebody to come in there, fucking <laughs> six bags, six suitcases, and just have all the shit together. That's what y'all want every time. Every time, it's what y'all want. They want somebody to just have all the shit together. Niggas, no niggas aren't patient. And and I'll tell you right now, as a Sixer fan, I fucking can't stand Ben Simmons. You can ask you can ask any of my friends. I hate this nigga. Yeah. But I ha- but I have to understand that it's his fourth year in the league. And him and Joel have been playing together for three years. And 2017 was their best year of playing together. And why? Ask me why, Rome. Ask why? me why. Because they had JJ fucking Reddick there. That's, exactly that's why they that's why they were the that's when they were playing the best basketball was 2017. So and that's why I feel like I'm not saying are they gonna get back to that? We don't know. But now that you have Seth Curry, Danny Green, and all these other like little tips and tats and pieces, Tyrese Maxey, Isaiah Joe, like you low key got some some OGs and then yeah. you got some young dogs to come you off the bench. You definitely got some strikers around you. Yeah. But what you what you about to do with that, Ben? You know what I mean? Like we'll see the night 7 30. I'll be <laughs> They play tonight at 7 30? Yeah, they play tonight at 7 30. Who did they play? They play Boston. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. What do yeah. you think gonna happen? Um, I'm skeptical on what the starting lineup's gonna be. I'm not sure Danny if Doc's in it. I don't know how Danny Green doesn't come off the bench, but I feel like he will be starting. Well, his his defense is good. Let's let's look past the really? shooting and what it is. Yeah. I feel like he played good defense in that Lakers series. He can't close out worth a damn. But he can, bro. He got a couple good steals on, on the defensive break. 
He, it's just, he it's just his clothes out. Like, every... Because, you know, he walks like a pit bull. Like, you've seen that fucking Twitter video of Cam Newton's little brother? Yeah. He, he walked like a pit bull. That's how Danny <laughs> Green walks. That's exactly how his legs are built. <laughs> and, like, when he runs out on people that are on the three, they always blow right past him. I think it's just... That, it, it, it's his hair. Leg. It's his hair. That <laughs> shit sucks. hair is fucking terrible. <laughs> that shit's ass. Somebody needs to talk to him. They're going to tell him. Oh my goodness, Philly fans are going to give him the fucking worst. Oh, wow. he better he better hope COVID <laughs> fucking multiplies and that he doesn't have anybody in the arena during the home game. Bro, I told I told Jaren that because because uh, Jaren's a Lakers fan. I said, yeah, we pick up Danny Green. He said, damn, good luck with that. I said, shit, he they're better get his act to, together. He come to Philly. They're going to be throwing fucking <laughs> food on the court at this nigga like. <laughs> They're going to be threatening Doc Rivers if Doc Rivers don't take Danny Green out. Fuck defense, Perm. They do not care about that. If he is 0 for 7, they're going to be throwing food at Danny Green, telling Doc Rivers, take him out. Yeah. Uh, but like I said, the starting line... I'm a Spurs fan. But Danny, I will Danny say he did there. not have none of this bullshit in his system until he left. Danny, Danny's going to be there, for sure. He's going to be starting lineup. Now, the reason why I said I don't know what the starting lineup's going to be, because I don't know if it's going to be Shake Middleton, because Doc talks high as shit about Shake. Yeah. So I don't know. It could be it could be Shake, uh, Danny, uh, Tobias, Ben, Joel. That's so big, pause. It is. But you got the you got the two way guard up top. You can do pick and rolls with Ben or whoever it is. But at that point, it's kind of like try, it's, you try Shake Milton at point guard. Yeah, I feel like I feel like he's shown like especially the, at the last part of last season, yeah. he's shown that he's capable of playing on the NBA court. Right. Um, he dropped forty against the Clippers when Kawhi and everybody was there. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's capable of doing that. Okay. Um, he's he's I think he's gained like a couple pounds this off season too, so he's a little bit bigger. Um, his de- I feel like Shake Mountain is like six six. His his oh, defense boy. isn't all that, but he can shoot. That's the thing. Like yeah. uh, he's a shooting guard. Um, but I I don't think like I said I don't think this is gonna be the lineup. I think Ben starts the one, just because yeah. it's Ben Simmons. This nigga can pass. He can play defense. He just can't shoot. Now, do you think this year Ben Simmons has more to prove than Kyrie? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah. Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie's already proven. My point about the whole Kyrie thing and asking about that was it was he, he played with Bron, he left Bron to go for his other team. Now he's playing with KD. Yeah. So it's kind of like, how do you, you like it's like you left from beneath a shadow, you had your own spotlight, and now you're going back into the shadows. So it's kind of <laughs> like, what do you want to do here, bro? And okay. like, I'm not saying he's ass, like, of course not, but I'm saying like, at some point, we got to start questioning this nigga. Like, <laughs> that's for sure. What's going on? Uh, and he has been with fucking amazing players. Like the, the the next team, bro. There's nothing different between the next team when he got there, but except for KD, which is a huge part. Right. There's nothing different when he went to the Nets compared to that Boston team when he first got there. There's nothing different. You take the KD Nets out of the been fine without KD. They wouldn't be you, as stamped as they are now, but they definitely would have been fine. But that's what I'm saying, though. You take yeah. KD out of the Nets equation, it's the same fucking team. <laughs> yeah. you, have, you have Karis LeVert and Spencer Dinwiddie. That's that's Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown right there. There it is. Hey, hello. And then Gordon Hayward is what? Joe Harris? DeAndre Jordan. 
Oh, and they and they fucking got uh Landry Shamit too. They got two snipers. Yeah, they do. Yeah, and, and DeAndre and DeAndre pretty. Jordan is what almost close to Al Horford and probably a little bit less defense. A, a better version of Daniel Tice, a taller version. It's the yeah. same situation. I mean, now they got they got the, they got the young boy at the bench for the Celtics, Ooh. the black boy, not Widowmaker. He's like number forty four or something like that. I don't know his name. Tone know what I'm talking about. He be punching. It, it, it's the it's the it's the same situation, bro. It's just KD's there. Yeah, so it's just amplified, pretty much. But. Uh, back to the Sixers. Uh, he's uh, Shake Middleton, six five, and I think he gained ten pounds, so he's two fifteen. That's a big build. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think Russ is going to thrive in his situation. Really they have do. a good. They have a good. Uh, the bull from like I don't know what country he's from. Oh yeah, I know you're talking about. He went like top five. I think his name's. I think his name's Denny. He was he was he looked real that's, good during the practice. That's absolutely nothing what I was anticipating for you to say. You what that his name's Denny? Denny? What the fuck? Yeah. I think it's I, I think you, it's spelled D-E-N-I. I think that's his name. I thought you was about to say like a fucking Skyrim spell or something. <laughs> no, nah, it's Crazy Denny. Shit. Well, no, his last name is probably highly like weird. So yeah. Right. You probably gonna bite your lips in it. <laughs> but yeah. Uh I think the six, like, you could probably guess the Sixers lineup. It's probably going to be Ben, Danny, Tobias. I don't want Danny Green to start. Like, I just feel like start. some of, I just feel like some of that Lakers season has to carry some weight into how he's respected this season. Like, come I on. Mean, he, I mean, he won two championships. He won two championships back to back. Okay. So did Patrick McCall. He, he has the, he has the competitive edge. He started though. He started on both he teams starts. he won on. He always starts. I don't know how Danny Green. Sneaks his way into a certain line. Because he played, he played with, he How many championships does Danny Green have? How many did he win with y'all? Two. He won two with y'all. Yeah. This nigga has four rings. He started on all the teams that he won rings on. And he got one in North Carolina. So, yeah. He's pretty much Draymond of this shit. This nigga doesn't lose. Nah. Danny Green might have one ring with us. Because him and Kawhi both have one. Because they left together. Okay. So, he has, he has three all together. Yeah. But he, but he's played though. I mean, and, and yeah, he's and definitely he's, competed. He's and he seen. shot, he shot really, really well. So it's like mm-hmm. you, you had a bad stint in LA, yeah. and I don't know what he, I don't, don't ask me what he did. Well, he Toronto. I don't know if he did too good in Toronto. I think it was average. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. So we'll say the he had one bad year in LA, which is pretty overhyped because like all eyes is on him. It's the bubble. Like he started good though. Him. I mean, remember he had that put back that broke the internet. He was mm-hmm. he was okay. It was really the bubble that fucked him up. And yeah. the bubble fucked up a lot of people as well. Like it also fucked up Rondo. He came back and got hurt right away from that shit. It fucked up Avery Bradley. He didn't even go to the bubble. He was fucking on some whole different type time before they even the whole league shut down. I'm I'm mad he left. But I'm also like happy, like it's kind of like see him like walk off into the sunset type shit. <laughs> he ended it while it was good. I, I feel like that's what it was with Rondo, right. which is cool. Is Rondo still on the Lakers? No, he plays for uh Atlanta. Oh man, that's a hurt piece. Atlanta got a lot of a lot of like players that like were good mm-hmm. and like sort of like on the end of like their career. So I bought Cyberpunk 2077. I heard it was a lot of bad shit. <laughs> that shit 
is literally Danny Green's playoff season with the Lakers. <laughs> well, no, that, I heard I heard that they is got a, Danny Green on my PlayStation, and it is killing it. I, I heard I heard they had like a lot of fixes, and like it's not built for the PS4. Bro, that's just not built for life. I mean, it's, I don't know. The shit. I mean, the patch they dropped. They dropped a patch, and it helped out like the PC and Stadia for real. Like, yeah, I, I, I but the funny thing about that game, though, bro, is I had people ask me that never play video games in their life. Yo, we think about Cyberpunk because it was it was so well marketed. Like I don't I don't fucking know, dog. This shit got me. I never pre ordered a game like digitally on my PS4, like to the point where it had the countdown and shit. And I did it like two days or three days before it released, but I was so mad because I'm like, fuck, I never did this before in my life. And the time I do it is one of the worst games to ever be released in history. <laughs> I was so mad. Like, I could have avoided that shit, but that's whatever. Yeah, uh, uh, my homie Kyle has it and my homie Izzy has it. But Izzy yeah. has a, P- he has a PS5. So, of course, PS5 like, it, cool. it, it, yeah, it runs good on his shit. But, like, I was talking to Kyle about it. Kyle's like, yeah, like, they're dropping patches for rendering, colors, mm-hmm. all this other shit, like, shaders. I'm like... Bro, that game is is a bigger fucking more fabulous GTA. That's exactly what that it's, is. It's GTA literally in year twenty seventy seven. Is we'll just call it we'll just call it for now GTA six. Like that's what that game is. For real, I mean, even like the decision making, I feel like they be gassing it. Like I feel like it's one of those games where the decision making somewhat roots to the same conversation. If it make if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like some games, you you could be like, all right, what if I pick this? He says this. It's like, all right, but regardless, I feel like this conversation is going to head this direction. You know what I mean? Just because it has to for the game to keep fucking moving. So, but I mean, I what do I know? My shit doesn't run longer than five minutes before it crashes. So, yeah, I, I mean, <clears throat> and it's hard for me to buy games right now. Or like try to do different shit only for the simple fact that like I can't get a PS5. So like I'm not gonna like stress over like playing shit and like me being a content creator and like streaming and shit. It's kind of hard to like find a middle ground and like do different shit. Like like a lot a lot of people are asking me like, is it fun to play Call of Duty like when you stream? I'm like, yeah and no. Like it has its plus and minuses, of course. But like, do I want to play Call of Duty all the time? No. But you know that's just that's just a thing. You want to stream the best like you know what i mean content for your for your twitch fans so it's like of course you want to be watched playing the newest version of call of duty you know what i mean mm-hmm. like you want to give people all that access and i totally feel you on that because i want yeah. my ps i want a ps5 bad but that's what happens when we live in a pandemic <laughs> a pandemic no that's just that shit's crazy bro and hopefully like shit does get better um I just wish uh, they stop buying them shits, like reselling them. Like this is not fucking clothes. It's a whole machine. I just don't know what's gonna happen. Like they did, like the uh, first. You, did you see, like they did, like the first, like couple shots of the vaccine to people? No, nah, but I've been seeing the vaccines be transported. Like I've seen them. They gave around. it to uh, I want to say two people. There's probably more. Um, but I only saw two people. It was like a registered nurse. Mm-hmm. And I think the other one was, I think, another nurse, I think. But, like, they were in two different places. Like, one was in uh, New York, I think. And the other one was, like, in Washington. I don't know if it yeah. was D.C. or I don't know if it was, like, an actual, like, Washington. State. I got a friend that works at UPS. And, like, the boxes came through, like, the airmail and shit like that. 
they were like all wrapped up and said like vaccines, COVID vaccines, and they had like a special carrier so people can come get them. I don't know where they took them, but they are in Pennsylvania. At least how do you, Philadelphia. How do you how do you feel about that whole situation? I mean, like like getting like I have you're like, are you getting it I'm or not, I, I, I me personally, I wouldn't get it because I've haven't gotten sick. If if that makes sense, like I haven't no. contacted. No, 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 no. It makes per- bro, because that's what I was thinking. I'm like, why am I getting the vaccine if like I followed protocol? I stayed right. in my fucking house, got bro. my mask and shit on. Like, why do I have to get it? If everybody right. else is gonna get vaccines, and what the that's fuck what I'm saying. Matter? Like, if you have to get a vaccine regardless, it just means like so all these precautions were for what really? And doesn't it, with these like vaccine shots, don't they have a little bit of the actual uh virus in it? Yeah, I think that's how vaccines work. I assume so because I think the flu works the same way. I don't get flu shots. I mean, I think yeah, people I, I'm not way. too. I'm not too uh big on that. Like, I, I'm, I'm not. I don't know like what goes into that or whatever. But no, that's that's the same mindset I had, bro. Like, I, I never had it. Like, do you know somebody that had it before that had COVID? Like personally, my girl's last tech. For real? Yeah. But then, like, they couldn't, like, smell, taste, none of that shit. Yeah, but, I mean, like, she's in her 20s, so she just treated this shit like a fucking teenager. It was like, oh, I can't smell nothing, can't taste nothing. Quarantined for two weeks and was just back to popping lashes. Because, like, uh, one of my homies got it. He said he was talking to his doctor, and, like, uh, I think it was him that said it. But he was saying, like, his doctor thinks, like, once you get it, like, you'll never get it again type shit. Like, you're That's immune to it. Think. And the crazy thing is, though, I felt like there's a lot of people that have been severely sick and didn't think it was COVID, and that was them getting it and moving on from it. You know yeah. what I mean? So there's a lot of people that are going around saying they're asymptomatic now, but you were probably sick in, like, December or February, you know what I mean, that you totally forgot about. And that was probably when you first had COVID, or I could just be bullshitting. And uh, <clears throat> they had... They have tests where, like, they can check and see if, like, if you got it before. Because, like, uh, with with Chase, like, he talked talked to us about, like, the whole process. For, like, the mm-hmm. NFL when they first started and, like, when they were doing, like, the, uh, like, people could, like, uh, not go. To, I forget. I can't think of the word right now. But, like, they didn't have to play. They opted out. They opted out for the season. Okay. And uh, he was telling us, like, the whole situation. Like, they're testing everything. And, like, they tested all the NFL players to see if, like, uh, if they had COVID before. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, Chasey he didn't have it. So, but the whole thing is with that is it's like, why is this this whole thing of like, oh, if I get it, like I'm immune to it, and it's just kind of like, so what's the point of vaccines? Like, is it just to like the point where like we all have to get it, and then we're immune to it, or is it just like y'all just trying to give us vaccines just to make us feel better? And it's just like, oh, you guys got the vaccine, like you guys are good to go. I feel like with me, my perspective of it is a little biased because myself and my family weren't severely affected by COVID. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't think they're fucking setting up the next zombie apocalypse by putting these vaccines together. I just think what they're trying to do is just have the human species maybe coexist with this virus that's in our, you know what I mean? Like our air pollution and shit like that. So the way to do that would be to just give everybody the virus or like you were saying, small doses of it so they could be immune through a vaccine. But if my family was like affected, like how Carl Anthony Towns family was, how he lost like seven members to COVID, I would get a vaccine. Uh, For sure. And especially if my mom passed. But, 
Yeah, like, and I feel like there's people out there that have, like, close family members that caught COVID. So, you know what I mean? Like, maybe it's something genetically in your bloodline, like, your genetics, you're just not built. You know what I mean? Your immune system isn't strong enough to withstand COVID. That's probably why you, whatever you did. So I feel like even if I had one of those little red or yellow flags, I would get a vaccine. Like somebody in my family had it that I live with, I would probably get a vaccine maybe, or just hope that person gets one. Like I think someone that had COVID two months ago in quarantine, I think they should still get a vaccine. Like I would get a vaccine if I was that person, if that makes sense. But me, I, since I didn't have any like, me and COVID didn't fucking tango or nothing, so I'm not. It's. No I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't want it. I know that for sure. Yeah, I don't want it. Either. Like, if 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 that's what it takes to be immune, I don't want it because people have died from it, so I don't want it. And people like, I don't die from the vaccine. No, no, no. People have died from COVID. Okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. So it's not so like, like yeah, it's it's like playing it safe, guaranteed. Like, I'm not. Yeah, I don't want the shit. Like, fuck that. Right. And like, and I, then I, I think it but, should be. It should be respected if I don't get it because y'all are out here getting it. So when I do get COVID, I know the vaccine is legit. Why mm-hmm. everybody going to get the vaccine at the same time and then some shit fucks up like the PS5. You know how people say about the PS5? Don't get it right away because there's going to be some bugs in it the first couple of months. Everybody get the whole vaccine or some <laughs> shit wrong. The first trial run, but we don't got no good blood or no good people around because well, no. we all got it at the same time. Well, well no. Did you see the, the first three people that did take the vaccine? I seen that picture of somebody. Was it you talking about the one with the lip? Yeah, the several palsy. Yeah, see that the reason why I I didn't believe that is because the IG page I seen it on that was sent to my group chat was called Chicago Ghetto Cap Six. I think it, it was a it was a I think the CDC released it. I think I'm never listening to anybody called fucking Chicago Ghetto Cap. Six. See, see, and the thing is though, like. Like what we're we're like a we're like an hour and ten minutes in, so like maybe we'll save this for the next episode. Right. Um. So like we'll keep this idea intact, but like social media plays a big part of like being the news. But it's like you also have to trust social media and its outlets as well as mm-hmm. being like a reliable source of like factual information. Yeah. Because social media has gotten me plenty of times where I'm like, oh, well, it's not real. Like I had people send me shit like, bro, this isn't real. Like, chill out. I'm like, right. oh. Oh, okay. Nah, that's facts. Social media will have you fucking advocating for the most insane shit ever, or just a couple YouTube videos with good visuals and a well-spoken narrator will have you believe in some fucking wild shit really exists. And it's like, yeah, you could snap back to reality. And I feel like there's probably some people that really got fucked up from having a vaccine, but I guarantee you. In the history of life itself, everyone gets fucked up doing anything. Yeah, pretty much. Like, and like I said, I don't <laughs> like people are like, "Oh, I'm not getting a vaccine because somebody got sick." Well, I, I guarantee you, the medicine you take now, somebody fucking died taking that Tylenol PM that you're about to pop. For sure. I mean, look at uh, I forget what the one medicine's called, but like they tested this shit on in in the Holocaust on people. Like, I was just watching a video on YouTube about like the codeine pandemic going on in Zimbabwe. I they saw sell, that. They sell fucking $5 bottles of codeine. And they just they just take shots of it all day, just getting fucked up. Uh, like I said, like, like those is like topics probably for a later like episode, probably like next week's episode, like we'll keep it in mind. Yes, sir. But I think, 
I think the overall point of like the whole COVID thing is just like is this use common sense. And no, as a matter of fact, that's the message of the day. From the start of the episode, we were talking about the NFL to now talking about COVID. It's been common sense. Mm-hmm. It's been common sense up to this point. What we're that's talking about that's what's been missing. It's common sense. It's with the <laughs> NFL. It's common fucking sense. It's common sense. Let's yeah. let's copy the NBA. A lot of people right. have been screaming, get a bubble, get a bubble. Let's just copy the NBA. It's common right. sense with COVID. Let me put a mask on. Let me wash my hands. Oh, because it's common sense. Be clean. Let me not please. Let me, let me not be a nasty fuck. Okay. That's the topic of the day for everybody that's asking me what the topic was going to be today. You see that? You see, when people have, you see when people have genuine conversations and then you just tie a little bow on top for y'all? Common sense is the fucking topic of today. Yo. Common fucking Even sense. though it has nothing to do with the Kyrie Irving thing, but yeah, that was it is the message point. of the day. Common fucking sense. Please use that shit. Oh, no. No. You can't tie it to the Kyrie Irving point. It's common fucking sense. Just stay with a good fucking player, Kyrie. You can't do that. <laughs> it's common sense, Kyrie. If you can't... If you can't do it, it's fucking common sense, Kyrie. Just so you pick one. You done had, had LeBron, yourself, <laughs> and KD. That is crazy. That's more than what somebody could ask for in a fu- fucking lifetime. It's common sense, and it clicked for Kyrie. Kyrie says, you know what? I'm going to go play with fucking KD. <laughs> I'm going to go play with KD. Kevin. <laughs> yeah, like, it's common sense, dog. That's okay. what Kyrie's going to do. Yeah, you, did, you, you, you tied it in. You see, you see how I did that? You see how I, I mean, did that? As long as people stay clean. Yeah, man. That's that's all it is. And I think, uh, yeah, I, I think, what, we're like an hour 14 in or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, th- this episode will be out Thursday like usual. Of course, stay tuned for next Thursday. You know, we're, we're coming every Thursday, man. We're coming. We're going to pump these bitches out. We're going to get them done. Get them out there to y'all. Um, We're going to figure it the fuck out, man. Common sense. Yeah. That's all we needed. That's what we, if we would have used common sense from the start of this shit, we would have had the fucking <laughs> method and fucking message from it from the beginning. Yeah. Common sense and confidence, nigga. Double C's out this bitch. Yes, sir, nigga. Okay. <laughs> Look at us putting shit together. I didn't even see my fucking face in 20 minutes on this, but it's all right. Nah, it's, it's all good. But, um... We're going. We're going to wrap up the podcast. I got like a couple of quotes I want to read to people to like motivate them for the end of the year. All type right, shit. bring it in. Um, the first quote is by Eric Thomas. It says, uh, "This cannot be the year of talking, of wishing, of wanting. This has to be the year you get it done. All you right. have to get it done this year in 2021 because 2020 you was held back all this time. You couldn't really do the things that you wanted to do. Maybe you, maybe you wanted to travel. Maybe you wanted to go see your uh." your boyfriend that lives across the country and you couldn't go see him because of flight restrictions. Go out, go get it done this year. Go out and go get it done. If you haven't started it during this pandemic of your hobbies, like a podcast, a stream, a music career, go get that shit done in 2021. Because you had you had mad time to reflect on it in 2020 of being in your crib. You had a lot of sorrows, thoughts, dreams. Go get that shit done in 2020. It has to get done. And then I have another quote. All right. Uh, I think it's uh, Agent A A or A A Jam Crow. I don't know how to pronounce your name. Reddit. No, it's from Pinterest. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It says, uh, "Whatever that is hurting you or bothering you now will not last for long. Everything mm-hmm. has an end. Everything has an end. This does too. 
So whatever, whatever is like hurting you in life, whatever you're going through in life, like everything has an end point. Everything must come to an end. And when you're at work and you're like, fuck, I got to do this eight hour shift, Mm -hmm. bro, relax. The shift's going to end. Time is going to be over. Right. Yeah. That's crazy because it reminds me of an acronym called, the acronym is for the word hope. And that means hold on, pain ends. Mm-hmm. And it just ties in exactly to what you were saying. Yeah, so 2021 has to be the year that have you guys hope. go out, thrive, have hope, and whatever's holding you down in 2020, mm-hmm. trust and believe it's gonna end. Okay. <laughs> it is. And just know, like, if shit can get this bad, why can't it be just as good? For sure. If this if this is your lowest point in life, <laughs> like no dead ass. If this is your lowest point in life, trust and believe your highest point of your life is gonna be very, very good and generous to you. Exactly. So just keep pushing. If you can survive uh, bad years, you'll definitely be able to live in a good one. Yeah. So Hold like on. I said, keep keep pushing. Uh keep listening to the podcast. We're gonna try to help you all out with all this shit going on. Um, have common sense, have confidence. Yes, I'm sir. pretty sure we'll find some other shit to tie in for next episode for y'all. We will. <laughs> uh, my name is Permanent Don. We're gonna end it here. Rome. Peace out, guys. I holler at y'all. Be easy, be safe, wash your hands, wear a mask, my nigga.